<laughs> hey, Andrew. Hey, what's up, Riley? You want to do a podcast? Sure, but uh, what should we make it about? Logan Jenkins writes in and says, my MySpace top eight update. So, Andrew, I, for, for all of our listeners who never had a MySpace account, on MySpace, God. you could have a top eight. Those were eight friends that you organized in order, and they would show on your page as these are my friends. Yeah, MySpace was Facebook before all of the fascism, I guess. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now so it's you know, a music site. You know how Facebook... I'm talking to our, our, all of our Gen Z listeners here. Mm-hmm. You know how Facebook has the, uh, the wonderful feature of groups um, mm-hmm. where your grandmother can become radicalized by a bunch of strangers on the internet by joining <laughs> a random group in her hometown? Um <laughs> That didn't used to exist. It used to just be, uh, I can become friends with people, and then I can also share that, hey, I also like The Office. I was about to say The Office on Netflix, but that was mm-hmm. before Netflix, so The Office on NBC. Andrew, I think it was before The Office. <laughs> um, no, because I, I definitely I like remember friends. liking The Office on Facebook. Oh, and on then Facebook. All of those... I thought we were talking about MySpace, sorry. Yeah, all of those like pages became groups, and then mm-hmm. people were just like, why the fuck am I in a group about The Office? Um, yep. And then The Office group was like, what if we pivoted to make us about fascism? And people <laughs> were like, I guess this works. Um, yes. Before, before all of that. Before all of that, MySpace existed, which was like, God, at the time, I thought of it as worse Facebook, but now? God, what yeah. a dream. What a dream it was. You had your little profile, your silly little profile with your city little MIDI track of a Panic at the Disco song. Yeah, you could put, s- imagine if on your Twitter feed you could make it play any song you wanted, and the only song you wanted was by Panic at the Disco. Yes, that and was what again, being a not the actual the song. Was. <laughs> it's not the actual song, it is somebody who has gone in and made a MIDI recording of that song. Uh-huh. It's, so it sounds like the fucking Game Boy. They had the top eight. Of friends. Uh-huh. So, Andrew, do you remember who your top eight was? Um, God. The th- shit like that always gave me such anxiety. Um, mostly because I, I was a sad teen who knew he wasn't in anyone's top eight. So, I think my top eight uh, was probably, if I had to guess, Emily Kemp, Devin Helton, Alicia Hughes, uh... God, I don't remember. I'm trying to remember who was, like, not just who I think, was I friends with, but also who was on MySpace. Who was on MySpace. Yeah, I think, I think, I think it's, for me, I think it's Drew Hans, Cody McCune, Harlan Thomas, Lindsey Beard, um, a Punisher account, like the Punisher. Like sure, the Bruce Hero. Wayne was probably in mine, yeah. <laughs> and, like, so, the thing I want to do now is, Andrew, the, the spotlight is on you. Who's in your top eight right now? Oh, uh, well, first of all, Riley Hopkins. Um, right, right, right. Andrew, you're on mine. Yeah, uh, Sam is probably on mine. Uh, mm-hmm, depends mm-hmm. on if she's annoyed me that day, you know. Um, is, she, uh, is she on the number one slot? Yes, absolutely. Um, that, that sounded really mean of me. No, my fiance <laughs> is always in my top eight. I was trying to be a heel for a bit, but I, I gotta just say, I like my fiance. My fiance is very cool. She's always in the top one spot. I <laughs> uh, can't wait to be a wife guy. I've been waiting for a year and a half at this point. 
Um, anyways, yeah, I, I think that's, you know, uh, Sam, you is where we start. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we got my brother and sister on there because I don't want to mm-hmm. hear the end of it if they're not. Ooh, um, Bruce Wayne is probably still on there. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's half of mine. Who you got on yours? So I have, uh, like, here's the first thing. My wife doesn't use social media, so she wouldn't be on MySpace. So that's, Smart. that's a that's a free spot. Always leave where, one spot in the where top Where does Mandy open. get her fascism? <laughs> From the workplace, like the rest of us. Oh, okay, 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 good. You gotta eat your uh, daily dose. So I always leave one out of my top eight empty for, for, for my wife. Um, uh, I have, so you're, you're I have... leaving a chair open for Elijah on your MySpace profile. <laughs> I am leaving a chair open. Always leave the front light on, leave a, put a table, a seat at the dinner table. A space in the top eight. <laughs> okay. I think I've I've got my, my good friend Andrew Sherman. Uh-huh. Um um I have uh I have uh Naruto. Sure. I have I have uh Jeff Stormer and Chris Hutton. Okay. And um I think I have three more Naruto's. Sure. Okay. Because he's he's got shadow clones, you understand. Under- of course, of course. You got Shadow Clones A, B, and D. C exactly. turns out was just a log. So that's been your uh, nar- that's been your MySpace top eight update. <laughs> yeah, my other that. four spaces. I'm probably gonna say uh, you should check out our Patreon, where the top tier is to become part of my top eight. <laughs> what the else four people that have cumulatively given me the most money are go in my patron top tier. <laughs> you have to buy these slots to be on the and council. if it's anything like other patreons i run i'm probably late on updating that uh <laughs> i got a podcast idea for you riley what do you got andrew timothy only fans right in uh writes in and says they want us to find a random actual D podcast with under 100 subscribers and make a recap show about every episode okay my dear friends, where's the joke? How do I make a funny? <laughs> I, I want really badly to make a funny, but every week I get a recap podcast <laughs> that is just do the recap. Do a recap I, of this. Do a recap of that. So I think... I, the idea of a recap podcast for an actual play podcast is actually kind of funny to me. Um, <laughs> but I think thing, that it's instead of listening to the like, four hours, instead of listening to four hours of this, here's thirty minutes. Exactly. Um, but I, it, it also is something that like hurts my soul because like recapping a fictional, like recapping a work of fiction that exists, um, is doable on a couple different levels uh one because i think the biggest of which is because it is a work of fiction with strong authorial intent and um like so if we're doing a lost podcast right Mm -hmm. uh when we watch an episode of lost we can recap it and look at a couple different things we can look at the plot that's happened in that episode we mm-hmm. can look at the writing of the dialogue and like how each scene plays out. We can look at mm-hmm. the performances of the people involved in the show and how their characters are playing out. And then we can look at like the overall 
how it's all put together. How are the shots done? Does the island look good this episode? Was the special effects of the penguin, of the not the penguin, the polar bear, kind of weird? Mm-hmm. Um, those are all things you can talk about. With an actual play podcast, it's kind of weird because, like, on one hand, you're giving a, a recap of, like, a story and a show that they are telling, but you're also kind of reviewing, hey, some friends hung out and recorded it. Uh, what did you think of their hangout time? It's it's different, yeah, because it's different. Be it's different in like than like art critique in that way because it is you're just talking about like people who are hanging out who are ostensibly not professionals. Yes. Uh, also, actual play isn't art, so like you know you get that involved. I'm I'm well, joking, Jeff. Please don't kill me, <laughs> Jeff. Okay, I'm rolling up my door. Sleeve. Someone's coming at my door. I need to hit a new topic. Uh, Scott Paladin writes in and says, a podcast that doesn't try to solve your problems, but it's just there for you. So, this is like a nice self-help podcast. and I, I, I think there's a potential for this of like, oh, it's a single conversation, you know what I mean? It's like a uh-huh. just one podcaster doing like an ASMR, uh, uh, Boruto tells you he's proud of you <laughs> kind of thing, because it's just there for you. But here is like maybe, maybe it's a podcast where you can like, you can dial in, right? But like, really, it's just like, oh, we get a guest every week, and they talk about their problems, and um, they're they're anonymized. Um, we we do like the we do the gamer filter on their voice, and oh, then we yeah. uh, and then we um, just listen to them talk about their problems and go, wow, that sounds rough, buddy. I I I. The idea of doing this is um. This is a thing that I need to work on in myself (laughs) Uh is trying to just be here for people instead of trying to solve problems. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is a thing that I'm aware of in myself, Mm -hmm. but like the idea of uh, let's do a podcast where people call in and tell me their problems when I'm not allowed to offer solutions Mm -hmm. is like, my skull is vibrating right now. (laughs) Um, So maybe this is like, this is my hell actually. Maybe this is Andrew's penance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I've made too many jokes about actual play podcasts. It's time for me to uh, sit and just say, that's really rough, buddy. Yeah. Uh, oh, to damn. everything that someone says. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that'll really put you through it. And, and you'll come out the other side. And Andrew, you're, you're going to help so many people who just need to vent, baby. So I just had two thoughts. Uh, yeah. One of which is like, what's the littlest we can do to like, not necessarily help, but like just to say like, hey, we're going to put something forward for you. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought, what if we listen to people's problems and then we say, hey, you know what? Um, a lot of people like music. Have you heard of music, Riley? It's good. Um, I've heard of this. Yeah. And we'll uh, we'll play them a song that like kind of matches their mood or matches their tone and say like, hey, maybe maybe this will help. It's not actual advice. We're not trying to solve your problems, but maybe you can vibe with us and vibe with your problems. And then I, I realized I just recreated Delilah's radio show. What? Who, from Hey There? No, from... The one who was in New York City? No, the one that was on the radio when I was a kid. She was a woman that people used to call in and say, Hey, I'm really sad tonight. And she would say, That's okay, I'm Delilah. Let me play a song for you. Um, huh. So here's okay. my pitch. Make me the new Delilah. Maybe this is something, though. Because, Andrew, if somebody, like... 
if if it was basically like thirty minutes of talking about problems or twenty seven minutes about talking about problems, and then me going, okay, I think this song would be really healing for you. We give them a song, and here's how we twist it even further: is you listen to somebody talk about their problems or their traumas for for thirty minutes, and then at the end of those thirty minutes, maybe thirty five minutes, you go, here's an episode of Naruto that I think would be really healing. <laughs> And we we spend that time, you and I, narrowing down. We have a search engine built up where we go, where it's Naruto as sorted by themes. <laughs> like, so, we just slowly filter in. You've gone specifically into the Naruto branch. I want to spread this out even further. Mm-hmm. What if this is, like, the ultimate media recommendation podcast? Okay. We bring someone okay. on. They tell us their problems. And then mm-hmm. we have to put our heads together and figure out what the perfect piece of media to show them at that moment is. Someone comes to us and they say, you know what? I'm fighting with my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I want to go to right. art school, but he doesn't think that I can make it. He doesn't think I, he, it's not that he doesn't think I have the talent. He just knows how risky the market is. And he doesn't want to support me in this effort because he doesn't think it's going to pay out in the long run. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we pool our heads together and say, okay, what do we show this sad art student? And we say, you know what? Here is Drawn to Life. The Nintendo DS game where you draw things to solve problems. Interesting. And do we each give a different one, or do we give the same one? Uh, you hit me. Uh, I, I, my, my boyfriend's mad at me, and I'm, I'm going okay. to art school. What's your recommendation for my art? Mad at you for wanting to pursue your dream. They don't match with what they were laid out. What what not what what was laid out with other people's expectations. Further, this person says they care about you, but they don't want you to. Okay, here's the movie Tangled. Okay, and here and and like we don't give them our reason, but I think mm-hmm. after, like they they take it and they go. And whatever, and then they like they we don't we never follow up with them. Absolutely, I think that's important. And then I go, here's why. Why did why did you suggest Drawn to Life, Andrew? Um, because it has art in it, and I was really struggling to think of an answer Mm -hmm. for the bit. And I offered Tangled because the plot of that is that Rapunzel like leaves her tower, even though people have told her that it's dangerous out there and that she shouldn't go out there. And then she goes out there and finds a world and it is scary and it is tumultuous. But eventually she learns that she just needs to believe in herself and that the people who say they have her best interest at heart don't always. And sometimes you have to put your heart in other people's hands and help the, and help them like help like let them help you. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> alternatively <laughs> Yeah. We could go with the episode of Naruto where Neji fights the spider dude during the Sasuke retrieval arc, because I think that could work out kind of cool. And God, what a dope fight. What a good fight that is. <laughs> what a good fight that is. Ryan, I, I could talk so, about Neji all day. Hit me with an idea. So, so wait, the, idea, the name of that podcast is, this, is very, this will be a very healing episode for you, um, or something like that. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Healing or, Salvo. Uh, healing Salvo. Um, uh, um, uh, Episcription. Episode prescription. Doctor's orders. Doctor's orders? Uh. Hawk Podker's orders. 
There we, we go. Need Podker's to name orders. Thing. Podker's orders. Ba-da, 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 ba-da. <laughs> <laughs> We're bad at this. We need to end this show. Hit no, me another we, idea. We keep going. We keep hold the line. Um, my <laughs> next idea, Andrew. I had it, and then I got really lost in trying to think of a thing that I thought would be healing for that person, and then it filtered out of my brain. Um, uh-huh. we here is the show where this is a suggestion from me right now. Um. I want to talk about superheroes with my friends, because okay. I know we like superheroes to a degree, but I also want to talk about superheroes separate from fandom. What can okay. we do? What can we do with this? Because like, I don't want to talk about, like, oh, Captain, the new Captain America movie's coming out or whatever. What I want to talk about is, like, hey, like, I think that Spider-Man's neat, and here's why. I don't I don't want to talk about the new comics. I don't want to talk about the new movies. I don't want to talk about anything in specific. I want to talk about the archetypes and like these characters and what they mean to people without talking anything about a product. What if we do a uh Riley, I got this is going to be a weird idea coming from me, uh but I need you to stick with me, okay? Okay. So this is a podcast where we pitch each other ideas. <laughs> okay. So I think what we do is that we we are in charge of um we're just making our own uh cinematic universe for these characters. We're literally uh, fantasy booking. Yes. What if we just do the fantasy book podcast? Mm-hmm. Where each week we sit down and we are literally just saying, Hey, what Batman story do you want to tell? Actually, screw it. We're not t- we're not allowed to touch any of like the big seven until like uh, at least ten episodes in, so we're gonna mm-hmm. sit down and say like, "Hey, what uh, you know, what story do we want to tell about the Fantastic Four? Oh, that's hard because I do hate the Fantastic Four, but that's not true. I hate Reed Richards. I think Ben Grimm is okay. Like, ben Grimm is great, right? Everybody right? loves Ben Grimm. Uh huh. Everyone loves the thing, and I think that that's. I love comics. I love episodes of things where it's just like, "What's a day in this person's life like?" Especially with someone like the thing, I think in like after he after like a long time, like ah, he's wearing the trench coat outside. Uh-huh. He's like comfortable in his own shoes. What does it look like to have Ben Grimm be your neighbor? Perfect. It, that's the story what, we tell. That's a good story. And then Andrew, what what booster gold story do you want to tell? Oh my god, I had this on my I I Riley, you don't know this about me. I do have an outline ready to go for a Booster Gold uh, movie and sequel. I used to have the script, but I lost it uh, a laptop ago. Um, <laughs> I did write this for a class. That fucking um, rules. And I, uh, my ideas were so good that they got stolen and used in Batman versus Superman. <laughs> uh, they were because, so good, huh? <laughs> well, here's the deal. Uh, they did them dirty, but they were <laughs> good ideas. Uh, mm-hmm. Where I had the idea where uh, Booster and Ted uh, stumbled into uh, LexCorp building Doomsday, and then they had to deal with a Doomsday uh, mm-hmm. in a way that this, the Justice League would never actually find out about. Uh, and it turns out that in Batman vs. Superman, Lex Luthor built Doomsday, and I was like, oh. Uh, and then they did it shittily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Me, me thinking about it, I, like, I want to know what it's like when for everyone else when Booster Gold goes back in time. I want to know what, like, the other person on that shift 
is thinking. <laughs> like when Booster Gold stole the costume and went back in time. I want to know what like the rest of that society or like what like the the office comes back the next day and that suit's missing. Like uh-huh. I, I want that. I just want like the story of that. So my my opening scene. All right, here I'm just pitching you a okay. movie now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The opening scene for that movie was uh, Deadshot, everyone's favorite supervillain that was in Suicide mm-hmm. Squad. Uh, he's robbing a bank. He's got his he's he's got his gun. He's holding it up. He's like, here we go. I'm robbing uh, Metropolis PD or Metropolis Bank, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know he 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 gets the cash and he's running away. And who comes out to stop him? But Booster Gold. Um, Booster Gold pops out, uh, the two of them fight, and in the end, Booster catches him in, like, a time beam is what he's gonna call it. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. uh, with Syndrome. You know how Syndrome uses yeah, a thing? Yeah, 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 like, yeah, he's, people he, in like, place. raises them in time, yeah. Yeah, it does one of those things. Uh, and then, uh, after he's done and catches him, he kind of turns to the camera, and he's literally, like, you look at his armor, he's got a bunch of, like, uh, logos of businesses on them. You got fucking Coke, and he says, uh... <laughs> You know what? I wouldn't have been able to do this if I didn't have something to refresh myself after a tough fight. And he like literally pulls out a Dr. Pepper and starts drinking it. Um, <laughs> he, is a, he is a superhero that is in it for the money. Uh, <laughs> but then, turn, turn around, turns out Deadshot got away. Uh, uh-oh, where did he go? We find out the next scene when uh, Deadshot meets with someone in an abandoned building. And that person turns out to be Booster Gold. Mm-hmm. Booster pays him his cut for taking part in this uh, big charade and says, you know, hey, thanks for doing this. My numbers are looking up from here. I just signed a new deal. Here's your cut. Uh, the guy's like, man, you didn't say you were going to use that time beam. I can feel my feelings. And he's like, look, sorry, but like, you know, keep this on the DL. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I know how to keep my silence. Uh, turns out Booster is... Uh, paying criminals to do these crimes so that he can boost his own profile. He's shorting the stock on his own superhero portfolio. Uh, and then along the way, he has to learn what it's like to be a real superhero. I, I like that. That's really good. DC would never make it because it shows their main character in such a shitty light. But mm-hmm. Booster Gold works best when he's a real shitbag to start. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's important to show that your hero is bad, and then it's even more important to watch them grow out of that. Weird. Weird. Uh, but this this is our podcast. We pitch each other stories about these characters, and we like. It's kind of like Story Break. That uh, it's a, it's a show on Max Fun, I think, where like they're pitching mm-hmm. scripts to each other. We're doing that. Oh yeah, but we're yeah. talking about our favorite characters. I like that. I like that a lot. We're, 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 we are making fan fiction together, basically. Exactly. And we're not beholden to a studio. I love that. Because, again, I could just do this all day where I go back and forth with you and talk about it. Because last, last night, I was sitting in bed and staring at the ceiling and going, what? What would I do with Sonic Adventure 3? <laughs> like, 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 that's a funny ha-ha-ha-ha-ha first. And then I'm like, what would I do with Sonic Adventure 3? How would I tell a story with the Sonic the Hedgehog character? That's weird. All right, speaking of us getting into uh, actual play podcasts, uh, our audience wants to to torture us. Uh, Ancient, well, me specifically, Ancient Mm -hmm. Chaos writes in and says, an actual play podcast that's just session zero, but in a different system every episode. 
So let me talk to you about a wonderful podcast called All of My Fantasy Children. A podcast that exists to like make different characters and use different systems to make those characters and to make a world and then they move on the next episode to make a new pot a new like character in a new area luckily no one who's my enemy hosts that show do they (laughs) i don't think so oh good oh i'd hate it if we were giving lift service to jeff stormer i would simply hate (laughs) to make a (laughs) yeah Andrew, that podcast unfortunately already exists, so I'm going to have to give you another podcast. Are you ready okay, for this? Okay, hit me. Hit me, hit My me. My good hit buddy me. Sarah McClintlock writes in and says, Tactical Stealth Flirting. Ooh. Tactical Stealth Flirting. The TSF. Andrew, I have... When... Oh, go ahead. What's the... Uh... <laughs> I was going to say... What is the, like, sneakiest you tried to be while flirting? Oh, boy. Uh, I'm asking us both to think back to when we had yeah. to be sneaky. You're asking a high school, Andrew. Uh, some very mm-hmm. tough questions that he's not ready to, to truly grapple with. Um, <laughs> that Andrew does not have to. <laughs> no, are you... I was the shitty kid that was like, oh, I'll, uh... You know what you can do? Uh, here's a fun trick is you can kind of like half ask someone out. And then if they say, do you mean like a date? You can say, oh, no, I just mean like his friends. Uh, I, I, in middle school, got a text from, from a girl that said, do you want to go on a date? And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. And I responded. And then I got a response text that said, oh, my God, I was joking. Oofa <laughs> doofa. <laughs> Fucking nightmare. Oofa doofa. <laughs> God, I'm I'm I will say I'm Um I was gonna say I'm glad, but that's not where I necessarily want the story uh-huh. to go. But now I'm trying to think of the right way to, to phrase this. So mm-hmm. uh cut all that part where I'm thinking of this out, but uh Absolutely. I will say that one of the things that like Saying that I feel like I'm missing out on it is putting it too strongly, and it makes me feel like it makes me sound like I wish I was on the prowl. Mm-hmm, but like, mm-hmm. I know that it's tough, and I hear from my friends that it is tough. But I feel like I would be infinitely better at dating now <laughs> than I was when I actually got engaged. Well, that's because a. Now you are a person who has lived with another human and understands what it's like to be, like, emotionally connected to somebody. Yes. <laughs> like, you're not just, like, throwing shit at the wind and going, I- I'm sure I get it. You, like, know what it's like to be a person that is with somebody else. But I don't mean I feel like I'd be a better boyfriend than I used to be. Because, like, that's objectively true. I, I specifically mean that, like, the act of dating the concept of like meeting people and going on a date. I think that I'd be better at that. I I would be better and more able to compete than I was in high school and college (laughs) back when I actually was competing. Um, (laughs) which is a weird realization to have, but like, I do think that like, it's one of those things where like, uh, one thing that I, I, I used to play competitive magic, the gathering, which is a cool sentence to say out loud. 
Um, <laughs> but one of the things that pros used to say that I always thought was interesting was that um, the average skill of a player today is head and shoulders above the average skill of a player back in the day. Mm-hmm. To the point that, like, if someone can top eight a pro tour today, you should probably give that more weight than someone who top eighted a pro tour back then. I mean, that's all sports, right? That is all, like, competitiveness in that way. Because, like, when you look back at, like, basketball stats, there was, like, a time when, like, nobody could fucking rebound. And right. then, like, it's, Bill Russell I... came in and was, like, tall, and then just, like, just took the ball from everybody. Because <laughs> like, he was the only tall one. This is the most controversial thing I'll ever say on this podcast. It's why LeBron James is objectively a better player than Michael Jordan. Because it's, it's a different ecosystem. It's a different ecosystem, and he's playing against, like, tougher opponents. Mm-hmm. I feel like... Better. This is... To go back, I feel like now i'm a better competitor and i would be better at dating and at meeting people and interacting with people and going through that dating mm-hmm. process and having fun with that than i did back when i successfully dated and am now <laughs> engaged and andrew i think that's what isekai is all about isn't it <laughs> oh shit i just need to get hit by a bus so here here's the next step here's the next step of this conversation uh-huh how do you make cuz all isekai content Seems to suck. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Because it gets creepy and weird. How do you make one that doesn't suck and is creepy and weird? Because apparently it's really hard. So I think that would be dedicated a whole show to this. Like, like to us being the Isakai engineers. Yeah. How do we create the non Isakai? Um, yes. We. So, first off, first step, don't be creepy. Uh huh. I think that solved a lot of it. Uh, yeah. You're not magically younger. I think that solved a lot of it. Uh huh. I will say part of this, there is a weirdness of being, I think there's an inherent weirdness of saying like, great, let's take 28 year old's Andrew's brain and send him back to high school where it's like, great mm-hmm. time that- to flirt with high school girls. That doesn't mm-hmm. work. That doesn't work, which is why we then, we have to get rid of that idea entirely and put it in the like, all right, you go back in, in time or you go, Shit, you go into a fiction, one of those things. Uh huh. But then you also still have a power imbalance, which I guess is the thing is just like there can be no romance in your isekai. Right. Which it defeats is... the purpose of us trying to go back in time and date. Hold on. Hold well, on. I- I'm on a different thing now because I'm imagining where, where Andrew, <laughs> you, 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 you show up and you go, Excuse me, Mr. Mr. Booster Gold, real name? You need to go get this suit. <laughs> you it's have Mike. to go back. I think I feel like Mike something or other. Booster it's Mike. Gold. You know, <laughs> you know. I don't know. Michael Carter. He's Michael Carter. Is he related to JC? I don't have time for this. Uh, Riley, I got a podcast idea for you. I'm gonna pitch you at Cheerio underscore Buffett's uh, idea for us, which is a podcast that does a deep dive biography about the life, death, and relife of Mister Peanut. What if we did it for brands now? Hi ho! Hi ho!
death and relife of Mr. Peanut. What if we did it for brands now? <laughs> it's too early to high ho, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a high ho, I'll high ho, we'll keep going, and then I can trust our esteemed editor to splice that in to be the end. Sound good? I'll do that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>